7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabiso Musia. Thank you, Greg, and good evening, everybody, and thanks for staying with us on SAFM. And joining us on SAFM Spot On, I am Tabiso Musia. Katlecho Mudiba is producing, and Sylvester Komane is in technical. Only one place to start tonight, and uh, that is the cricket, where the Proteas were once again humiliated by India, only lasting 12 balls uh, today before being skittled out for 133 after being asked to follow on. This is the second straight innings defeat in this test series, and the first time this has happened to the Proteas since the 1935-1936 season. Proteus keeper Fof Duplessis says he won't abandon the sinking ship and will stay on and help this team through uh, its transition period. And he also admitted after the game that they were mentally weak throughout the series. So we'll get the thoughts of Buta Dipenar tonight about uh, how do we look back at this tour. Don't forget that there was also a T20 series where the teams drew 1-1. But can we really say it was a learning curve or do tough decisions need to be made? now and on Thursday we're hoping to invite Cricket SA to find out from them what is the way forward but um, if you have any comment about what's happened in the test series please uh, feel free to call us at any time on 0891-104-207 or when we speak to Puta Dipenar shortly you can also send us voice notes on WhatsApp on uh, 061-4104-107 and our SMS number is 41391 and we'll also talk rugby uh, because a lot was said about the referee Wayne Barnes in the box win over Japan and lots of South Africans not happy with his performance. We couldn't get into it with Wayne Julius last night. And a lot of South Africans are now not happy with the list that was released today for the uh, semi-finals. The only SA referee in the tournament, Jakob Paper, has been snubbed because of a picture he took with the Wales fans where he seemed to be mocking France for the elbow to the head that end locked Sebastian Vahamaina a red card. World Rugby did investigate the circumstances of that photo and they have con- Confirmed that Jakob Paper has been stood down because of that. So we'll speak to former referee Freak Berger about this and also about the referee for the semi-final, Jerome Gasses. Uh, the Frenchman will be in charge of the Springboks Wells match on Sunday. And then we'll end the show with South Africa's leading female racing driver, Tasmin Pepper, who took part in the inaugural W Series that was launched last year. She finished 10th against the best in the world, driving all over the world, and she secured her seat for next year. So we'll speak to Tasmin later on on the show but up next uh, Buta Dipenar will talk to us Leading Sport Stories of the Day on SAFM So then for those of us who woke up for the cricket this morning uh, we only saw 12 balls and the Proteas uh, were whitewashed uh, 3-0 in the test series against India losing by an innings uh, 4 the second straight match and we just wanted to get the thoughts of former Proteus batsman Puta Dipenar. Puta, good evening. Thank you again for speaking to us here on SAFM. We appreciate your time, sir. It's a great pleasure spending the evening with you. Oh, Puta, um, I don't know where to start, but um, <laughs> what have you made of the overall tour, starting with the T20 series and going into this Test Series whitewash? Look, the T20 series being won all after the one game rained out, I think was a, a good result. We sit with a highly inexperienced team, and uh, to draw the T20 series, I think was 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 a good result for South Africa. Remember, the shorter the version of the game, the closer two teams get together in terms of. Uh, if there's a disparity between one team being stronger. And we have to be clear that India is a stronger team than South Africa. 
And uh, but I was disappointed in terms of our test series loss. I didn't think we will win would win this series. I did think we would lose this series. But I think the manner in which we lost was uh, of great concern. Um, it, it was way too easy for India. And then in your opinion then, Buta, what's gone so horribly wrong in this test series? Faf Duplessis said after today's game that they've been mentally weak in this series. Look, we all, all humans tend to focus on the, on the immediate symptoms. Mm. But this is a long time coming. And what we saw in the test series against India, unfortunately, is just a result of what Cricket South Africa has been rolling out in the last eight or nine years. Remember your, 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 your Apex team, your Proteus team, is a result or a reflection of the system seven, eight years ago. So when Graham Smith and the A.B. de Villiers and the Jar Callis dominated world cricket, that period was a reflection of what pre-happened eight or nine years ago. We have unfortunately decimated our, our provincial systems. We have a very weak system compared to international standards. And we breed what we are seeing. It sounds very harsh to say. But the biggest blame is not lie, uh, should not lie in front of the feet of the players, but rather at the administrators. So, are, are you saying there was no succession plan, or are you saying that just uh, the cricket below the national team level is just not good enough? The cricket below is just not good enough, and the powers at B are not knowledgeable enough to understand that what they are implementing is what they are breeding right now. And uh, there, there are many aspects to this that we can dissect and focus on. But in the end, one will have to say that the results that we are seeing now is what we have created. The selectors did come under fire. Uh, Cricketers say did come under fire before this series put up for appointing an interim coach, especially in tough conditions like this in uh, in India. Is is that part of what you're talking to also? Of course, it's part of what I'm talking to. It's part of what I'm talking to that our best coaches and our best support players are not in the country. Hmm. And it's easy to say that the pound is stronger than the rand, but why don't we see any patriotism? Why don't we create a culture where patriotism plays an important part, where as a player, I know I can probably earn a couple more bucks playing in the UK as a coal pack player, but I want to see South Africa succeed, and I want to play my part in that. The national team is only as strong as the next guy knocking on the door. And at the moment, there isn't anybody knocking on any doors. So we, that's what I'm trying to talk about. And when you have the lights to, and you hear that a Gary Kirsten is going to probably coach England, and Neil McKenzie is involved hmm. with Bangladesh, and we see the successes of these people helping other countries become the best cricketing nations that they are. Yet we don't see those those people as integral people in our system, making our system the strongest possible. Mm. And and then um, on, 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 on that note, uh, Buta, there's also been a lot of talk about uh, Cricket SA wanting to restructure the domestic 
game, the domestic structure, and I know that the South African Cricket Association, ASAKA, is is against it. What do you make then on this on on, on these plans that they want to restructure the domestic game? Well, I don't think it's going to make any difference. I, I, I think we're sitting with a with a structure, whether it is the provincial teams or the franchise system, that is in essence flawed. We sit with an amateur system deciding on professional matters. Mm -hmm. So a president of the Free State Cricket Union will go to the local club's lobby for his selection as a president. That president is then selected on the General Council of Cricket South Africa. All of the provinces have a vested interest to look after their own interests. So in my opinion, when we change from provinces to six franchises, we try to copy the Australian model. Now, we feel that the model is not working. I don't believe 12 provinces is the answer, or, or are the answer. And uh, I think the, the happy medium is probably somewhere in between the franchise system and the provincial system. But you will not be able to get anybody on the South African General Council, which is made up of the various presidents, to say, I'm prepared to forfeit a province so that you can have a functional system always is in the form of a triangle where at the top you have your national team so you have various structures and as the structure works its way towards ground level it becomes broader and broader we cannot afford 12 teams i don't think six teams is adequate enough to give opportunity but we will never get to the ideal system because our Ways of governance will not allow it. There's too much politics involved. Okay, let's go to the lines. Colin has called us from Cape Town. Good evening, uh, Colin. Thanks for calling us. Good evening. Good evening, uh, Buta. Good evening. How are you? Very well, thank you. Oh, I enjoyed watching you and the job <laughs> colors and the Graham Smiths and those guys. I don't think we'll ever, ever see it again. Anyway, let me get to the point. The, the trouble is, I agree with you, SA cricket is too much involved. You know, uh, our domestic cricket is so weak. We are not coming up with tactical bowlers, spin bowlers, pace bowlers. As soon as one guy takes six, seven wickets here in domestic cricket, then the media pushes you up front. That is a, a Proteer player. That, but when he goes into the Proteer team, he's useless. Now, what I can't understand in our first test against India, what on earth made us pick three spinners in the subcontinent, eh? where India are, are masters at spin. They, we, we know we, we slaughter most teams with our pace attack. Our pace attack is not up to even scratch. The only poor guy that's trying his best is Rahisa. He's got no backup. He's got nothing. But as soon as somebody score, uh, takes six to eight, nine wickets, oh, that is the right bloke. Drop this guy, put him in. Give him a chance. They are chopping and changing our team. Now, I want to also ask Buddha, um, um, David Miller, he is a slogger, but he never, ever got a chance to even have a test game to, to prove what he can do. You know, there are so many Australians, England, India and those guys were sloggers in a, in a one day T20, the ODIs, and they still play test cricket, some of them. So I mm. wanted to know 
Whatever happened to David Miller? And now Dwayne Ulofi, he's actually slaughtered one-handed. He slaughtered Pakistan in He took 21 wickets in three matches. That guy was, a, he was dropped after that. And what did he do? I went over, he's gone overseas. So we're losing people because SA Cricket, there's too much politics involved. Okay, I think, we've, I think we've got you. Thanks for that, Colin. And I'll get Buta to respond. I think you've made three points from what I've noted. He talks about the provincial level, uh, Buta, firstly, not being strong enough. And I, I guess, not to single out any player, but does it show with a guy like Dane Pitt, who was the leading uh, wicket taker in first-class cricket last season, I think 52 uh, wickets, 20 more than the next guy, Dane Peterson. But he, went, he came in for a hiding in India, especially against Ashama. Yeah, look, it is, uh, I again, take you back that I think the fact that we don't have a culture of patriotism where people want to stay here and make the, the national team stronger is a big problem. I do think, though, that we need, there is no quick solutions for the problem that we have found ourselves in. But it's going to take knowledgeable people to turn it around. And I'm not convinced that the knowledgeable people are working within the ranks of Cricket South Africa mm-hmm. um, that can turn this around. You know, I think uh, we all would dearly love to see our national team doing well because it, it is a pride, it's a national um, icon that we all want to look, uh, look up to and be proud of. And uh, it takes some of the shine away when you have a loss and the, and the way in which the Africa lost this series. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done in order to turn it around. He, he also mentioned Duan, Duan Oliver. I mean, we spoke to Corey Fansale a few months ago and he said that after that series, I think against Pakistan, they offered Duan a contract. They gave him a two-year contract. They topped him up. They said they want him to stay, but he chose to leave. Uh, who do you blame now in a situation like this? Well, ultimately, you can say you can only blame one, one entity because Duan Oliver is one of many. You can probably pick a Colpac team in the UK that will give this national team a run for their money, if not beat them. And again, I take you back to the fact that Duan is but one example of many that uh, chose to rather say, but I don't want to be involved in a system like this that I believe is not functioning in the way it should be functioning. David Miller is another name that came up. He did retire from first-class cricket, so he's got no chance of playing test or cricket. But I think what Colin was talking about is that there's a place for sloggers now in test cricket. We've seen with the likes of Rohit Sharma, India have, have had to find a place for him in their team. There is definitely a place. And, uh, I mean, I think David unfortunately made the decision himself yeah. not to be available for what, uh, what we see as first-class cricket or red ball cricket anymore. And uh, again, I would love to see the guys seeing test match cricket as the ultimate. I think T20 cricket has given us a lot of fun and a lot of joy and a lot of entertainment. But in my opinion, it's taken a little bit away of the, the, the prestige of test match cricket, which ultimately remains the highest form of the game. And actually, even if you speak to the young ones these days, um, 
Uh, if you go to this Kaya Majula week and you ask them if they want to play for the Proteas, they seem to want to play T20 cricket or IPL. They're not even thinking about Test cricket now. So I think you make a very good point there, Puta, that uh, Test cricket should remain uh, the pinnacle of the sport. Uh, let's go to the voice notes. I think we've got two voice notes that have come through uh, here. Uh, very good evening to you. The Proteas, what are you talking about? Wow, that plant is dead, totally dead. No manure in the world is going to grow it again at this present moment. The only way the Proteas are going to grow again is new hands on the deck, new people to plant the seeds. That means a new coat, new management, a total overall. Uh, uh, good evening again. I was saying that, you know, I was reading a piece today uh, on Sport24 and um, Gary Keston said that, you know, he wants to get back to international cricket. He said to me, uh, to the to the panelists that he wants to get back to international cricket, but they are not giving him an opportunity. Can you please ask Buddha, why is Cricket South Africa not giving an opportunity to Gary Keston? Why are they giving an opportunity to inexperienced coach? Why is that? Why are we not backing Gary you know, we have Mark Boucher, all our experienced coaches, our former players are being shoved away to the system. Why are we not bringing our former players like Buta to come and help? Why are we giving people who are inexperienced? Thank you very much. It's Libra in Iceland. Okay, thanks for those voice notes. We're just going to take a quick break and we'll let Buta respond. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Still speaking to Buta Tipenar, just getting his thoughts on what's gone wrong with the Proteas. And I think uh, uh, the last two voice notes we took before the break, they talk about uh, the coaching situation, Buta. And you've already touched on Gary Kerstin. He did go for that um, England interview. He lost out there. He'll be available for the Deben Heat in the Mzansi Super League, by the way. And uh, the other... Um, um, voice note to raise the issue of Mark Boucher, guys like that being 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 overlooked. Are they really being overlooked? Look, I don't know the intricacies of uh, the decisions, uh, if they purposefully overlooked or not. All I can say to you, if you want a functional system, a system that breeds not just proteas, but a system that breeds, breeds world champions, you need those type of people in your system. And I feel sorry for a great extent for Enoch Inque because I think he's been given an almost impossible task. And he'll be judged by it, and it won't be his fault. Um, and, uh, you know, the easiest thing is to change the coach, uh, which I think is uh, highly unfair. I think it was highly unfair for him to be in the position in the first place, and secondly, now to be judged uh, in a series like this. I think there needs to be structural changes from a Cricket South Africa point of view if they're really serious about turning this around. It starts by getting the right people on the bus and getting the wrong people off the bus. And once you have the right people on the bus, you need to make sure that those people are seated in the right seats. And if we do that, this is the tragedy of what has happened. If we do that, we will only start seeing the benefit and the results from that in six to eight years' time. Hmm. Because the lead-up to what we've seen now has been coming, and ex-players have been talking about they're seeing this, they're seeing that, they're concerned about this. What we are seeing that happened in India is not something that happened today. This has been talked about for the last five years. Jeez, guys, we're in a bad spot here. There's nobody following up. Why is Cricket South Africa making these decisions? And the sad reality is that 
this has been seen coming for a long time. Yeah, we actually spoke to Dave Callahan a couple of months ago and he was saying a similar thing that he believes that former players are not being utilized. They're not in the structures, let alone the national team, but they're not in the provincial structures. They're not even in the structures below that. And he would like to see more uh, more former players being involved. Just on Mark Bauchaputa, a lot was said um, about uh, about him before the appointment of Ino Kunkwe and his coaching credentials were questioned. And by, by, by that, I mean that they were saying that he didn't have a level three or a level four coaching certificate. Kevin Peterson came back and said, that doesn't matter. The men played test cricket. Where do you stand in this debate? Well, if a level three or four certificate makes you a good coach, and that is the view of Cricket South Africa that emphasizes the fact where we are right now. Mark Boucher has probably forgotten more things about cricket than most people still need to learn having level three and four certificates. The reality is it doesn't being an expert doesn't make you necessarily a great coach. But having a look at what Mark Boucher has achieved in his life, I think he can speak from authority. What Mark Boucher has achieved as a coach for the Titans, I think one can say there's a fair point that he's doing something right. Okay, let's go to the one more voice note. Hi, Tabi Sokman here in Mosul Bay. Uh, is making some telling uh, points here, but what I'd like to find out from him, when he says that we need to get out those that don't belong and bringing those that belong, who is who is he actually referring to? Who are these nameless people that we need to turn our cricket around? Where are they? Where do we find them? We understand. So what I want to know from him, uh, would he put his hand up and, 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 and avail himself if anybody came to him and said that we, we want you to come and serve Cricket South Africa? That is what I want to find out from him. Thank you. Okay, thanks for that, Kumani Puta. Look, it, it, the reality is, one, it, it's too easy to stop at the coaching staff. I reckon you need to stop right at the top of Cricket South Africa. That is where you have to start. And uh, unfortunately, I would say that the CEO should be the first person whose position should be looked at. And from there, you work your way down. The, re- the, the question is, how serious are we to become world beaters? How badly do we want it? And uh, then these decisions need to be made. Mm-hmm. Will I be prepared to be involved? We would not be prepared to be involved for your country. I think if there is a place um, and one can make a difference, why not? There are many ways to get involved. And that's why I say that I think the first thing is that Cricket South Africa needs to create a culture of patriotism. And we want people involved. Some people might want to be involved in a formal manner, involved in an informal manner. And it's not a judgment or it should not be an insecurity to those that are in an informal manner. But the reality is that if you want to know something about somebody in terms of, for example, test cricket, you better to speak to them to somebody that has played test cricket. I always refer back to Australia when they dominated world cricket. Do you know what the three-panel selection team looked like? It was Trevor Holmes. As the chairman of selectors, he played 34 tests for Australia. David Boone, who played 100 test matches and 10 test matches for Australia. 
And Alan Border that played 156 test matches for Australia. Mm. So collectively, the system was strong, not only because of the players that they had, but also because of the knowledge that was captured within the selection panel itself. So there are so many elements that need to come together to build a world-class team. Last question, Buta. Um, about Faf Duplessis, he says he won't abandon the ship. He wants to stay on and guide the team through the transition period. Uh, but someone on Twitter says any self-respecting captain will step down here following what happened against India, what happened in the World Cup. Is he still the right man, uh, in your opinion, to lead this team forward? Who else will lead that team? With the exception of Faf and to a lesser extent Dean Elgar, the rest of the top order is holding on to their positions by the skin of their teeth. Mm. So, Pop Duplessis has been one of the few guys that actually looked like he belonged at that level. Now, it is true to say that normally the captain is the first to fall and captain or coach, um, but I don't think we will be necessarily better off. And I think if there was another captain with the same that being said, because I think you could have appointed anybody else, the result would have remained the same. Buta, always a pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for your wonderful insight and the time you always give us here on SAFM. It's a great pleasure and thank you for thinking of me. All the best to the listeners as well. Thank you. Buta Tepenar, the former Proteas batsman, talking to us about the Proteas. A lot to chew on there with Buta Tepenar. And we, I think we're going to have this conversation again on Thursday if we can get a Cricket South Africa to come on air.